Welcome, everybody, to the Danny Cola podcast. I appreciate all the love and support that I've been getting. This podcast is something I love doing. Um, over time, it's become a culmination of fitness advice, nutrition advice, just overall mindset and motivational, inspirational type podcasts that I really love capturing. I really enjoy having these conversations with these people. A lot of them have become friends. Uh, it's really altered the way I view life and go about things in life in such a positive way. And I really hope that it has the same impact on you if you've been listening for a little while. Again, I just I want to express my appreciation towards all the people out there listening and all the support and love I've been getting from all of you. Again, I thank you. This episode of the podcast, we have Brian Story. Brian Story is the CEO of Superhuman Tools, and his idea is to provide people with tools that can help them out uh, plan and go about their goals and their visions in a structured, organized way. He's got these daily planners that look super sleek. Um, they let you put all your information in there. Uh, on what you have to do on a day-to-day basis. It's got columns in there built in for introspective thinking and reflective thinking. What do you want to build on? What do you want to improve upon? What were some of the things that you had doubts on? It gives you a bunch of free space at the end to journal. And in the podcast, we talk a little bit about journaling and the positives um, that come into just writing your things down old-fashioned way. Uh, on a piece of paper and the satisfaction you get by crossing off the tasks that you need to get done. Um, and it's just a way to kind of build momentum and look at your goals and your visions on paper and do what you have to do day to day in order to make your reality what you want to make it. It's a great podcast. Brian's a super inspirational guy. He's a motivated guy. And um, together we're looking to inspire somebody to go about their journey um, and just make their visualizations their reality. So without further ado, episode number 48 with Brian Story. Boom, jump right in. Danny Cola podcast. Brian Story, thanks for doing this. Handshake. Hey man, thanks for having me. Great. So starting new things when it's uncomfortable. Tell me how you feel about that. What do you got to, like what goes in your head when you're about to like, all right, here's this thing that I really want to do. Here's this goal that I have set for myself, whatever it may be. And when you don't have a clear blueprint, right, when you don't know how to go about it, like what runs through your head? For example, you want to start a podcast eventually with your brand. Yes. How, how, like what, what barricades you from doing that, just doing that? Think about, let's, just, let's think out loud right now. Well, it's pure raw excitement that gets me going. Um, I can't speak for everybody else. I can't speak for you. I can't speak for like how my friends do things. But for me, if I'm not totally pumped, then it's hard for me to take action. So the first thing is I have to be really excited about the idea and I have to see myself having a ton of fun doing it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So like what kind of, what things excite you, man? Like you, we've been working out together for three weeks now. You're pretty jazzed up about getting in shape again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and this is another beauty about the podcast here is like we we're doing this show right now and we just start we're three weeks into our our workout program mm-hmm. and you are where you are so do you, are you comfortable giving out like what where you're at and where you want to be because we're going to go back to this bitch in like three months and we're going to be a different you know it's going to be a different story and we can always reference back to it which is always kind of cool yeah so like where 
like what jazzes you up? What gets you all jacked up? Like, why do you want to change so much? Like, what do you want? Why do you want to build this business? Why do you want to start a podcast? Like, why? Why is that important to you? It's important to me because I can see myself in the future, and I have a lot of what's. It's kind of weird. I call it empathy for the future, and so I think about how I'm gonna feel a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, and I visualize it so clearly that I can't help myself but build the path to that. So I can see that the habits I have right now aren't going to get me to where I want to be. Hmm. And if I, can, if I can tweak things here and tweak things there as I see it, then it helps me get closer and closer and closer to what I visualize in my head. So I don't want to be, and I say this multiple times, I don't want to be 30 bald and fat. <laughs> I, I want to be. I want to be thirty. I'm gonna be bald. I have jacked no choice. As, jacked as fuck. Yeah. Sorry, bald. Fuck. Bald is beautiful. Bald is beautiful. <laughs> hair is overrated. There are plenty of good-looking guys with nice hair. Heads yeah. of hair. Sport that shit. But when you're bald, it's it's a privilege, man. You're in the club. Yeah, yeah. But I just can't be bald and fat. <laughs> like that, that's the Got thing. It. It's so the key there. what you're saying is super interesting to me because I I am I'm just like you where <laughs> I see where I want to be in like a handful of years, whatever it, whatever it is. But you know, when I was a younger, when I was a younger lad, I would get so frustrated in the moment because my present moment wasn't where I wanted to be. And I would always constantly thinking, be thinking about, oh, but I got to do this to get to my goal. I got to do this to get to my goal. And you know, it, it definitely rubbed off the, around the people in my inner circle and it wasn't a healthy environment. And it wasn't healthy for me to constantly be thinking, oh, but I need to do this for this. I need to do this for this. I think as I get older and I'm in pursuit of something special, just like you are, mm-hmm. I'm learning to be as present as possible. And it's a challenge every day, but learning to be as present as possible and enjoying the moments as much as possible is something very important and something super healthy, don't you think? It's a journey, and patience with yourself is a skill that you have to develop over time. If you are too anxious about where you want to be, then you can easily get bummed out and discouraged over where you are now. So you have to be totally cool with how you are presently and just have the understanding that you're going to grow into what you're thinking about. And that's the important part yes, of the journey. Yes, grow into what you, you become, what you think about. Yeah, that's so important. Hell, hell yeah. Um, it's like when you're depressed about something, you are constantly thinking about what you did in the past, or what you're lacking, or what you're missing. Right. And when you you're have. when you're anxious, when you have anxiety, you're thinking and putting too much emphasis on what's going to happen in the future, or what you think is going to happen in the future. When really what you got is right now. Yeah, yeah. And as we you, always have right now. As you know, the past and the future don't really exist anymore, right? Like it's, you only got what you can feel in the moment. Dude, I get like so like into this mind fuck sometimes about the days of the week. And everybody's guilty of this, right? It's How many people are, do you know, and I know a lot of them, you know, live for the weekend. Friday nights, well, yeah, hey, thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Or like, you know, I can't wait for the weekend or this day off or, you know, summer vacation. And then when your break is over and it's time to go back to your job or whatever it is that you, you spend your time doing because you have to for, what, for whatever reasons, you get this like depressed, this like uneasy feeling, this melancholy feeling about whatever it is that you have to be doing. 
Yeah, that, that's an unbalance in life. Um, and a lot of people fall into this because they don't really have a clear vision of where they want to be or who they are, I think. And but so, that's another thing, too. But it's like that will lead to anxiety for the future or like it will for, it'll force you to think about your past all the time when that present moment, that 40 hours, that melancholy feeling on a Sunday night because you have to go to work on Monday, which is 40 hours of your time. Forget, let's, let's forget putting these day structures for, you know, Monday, Tuesday, when that's a social thing, it's a social construct. We, all we have is like this one giant gasp of time. I call it mega day. I like to call it mega day. That's awesome. I'm you know stealing I mean? that. But, but think about this. Think about all the loss of productivity that goes on because people don't want to be present with their current job or they're not having fun doing what they're doing yeah. in life. And so, yeah, they're living for the weekend, which is why I say it's unsustainable because, you know, you're going to make all this money. You're going to do a piss poor job you all may, week at you your job. You may make all this money. And then, and then you get to the weekend and then you blow it on alcohol and beer and, you know, strippers or something. It gets uh, you, you to know. forget about the present more. Yeah, yeah. And so you take yourself out of reality even more and you just slowly drift away from what you thought you wanted to be as a kid, you know. And you never, like, really bring yourself back to who you want to be. Um, and some people just want to live that way. They just want to drown out what reality is instead of just facing it head on. Do they want to live that way or are they just like taught to live that way by their surroundings, by the people they're around, what they've been told their entire lives. I think that if you're unhappy, that's something that you have to face. I think if there's issues, you got to face them head on. No one's going to do them for you. You only know your truth. Yeah, that could be what it is. It just could be that people are just so unhappy with how reality turned out for them and they don't know how to make the change. Maybe it's a, a proactive thing. It's hard to be proactive in life. It takes a lot of effort. It you takes know? a lot of effort. It takes a lot of structure. And it's, it's painful. It is painful. It's uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. It's like, all right, well, how do I get through this uncomfortable feeling? But I guess if you've been through enough uncomfortable situations in your life and nothing that was like life or death or what have you, because anything traumatic could really cause you to think differently mentally. But if you were in a controlled environment, for example, like a sporting event or you played sports growing up or you were in plays or, you know, you got into business early. You're really learning to take risk. You're really learning to put yourself in pressurized situations and seeing how you come out after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, being uncomfortable has never killed me. And I don't know who said this or who put this in my head early on, but get comfortable, be get comfortable being uncomfortable it's a very was a saying. Very and it, common. It, it comes and goes in my head. And, uh, you know, I'm guilty as anybody else from, from, you know, seeking out pleasures and, you know, drinking beer here and there and, and eating poorly and not taking care of myself to the best of my ability. But something always comes back and resonates with me. It's just a little voice in my head that says, hey, hey, get back on track. Let's go. Dude, balance is so important, <laughs> though. Like, whatever it is that provides you pleasure, like going out and having some beer or like spending time with your family or your friends or going shopping or surfing or whatever it is that like lights you up, there needs to be time willed out for that always. You know, yeah. figure out, I always say, figure out how to fund your existence. And then once you got that going, like figure out a way to create more time to where you can delve out for yourself, for yeah. your family. Like I'm in a, in a, in a position right now where I'm, I, I got my head down and I'm grinding things out, but I wouldn't be able to grind out in any other profession, but like the fitness industry or like the education industry where you're constantly just like providing people a value with fitness, with nutrition, 
with mindset, meditation, and goal setting, and like motivation and inspiration type shit. Like that's in my DNA. I can't like not do that. If I was working 40 hours a week for a credit card company or a credit union or a bank or something that wasn't lighting me on fire, I don't know that I would be able to do, you know, work as much hours as I work. You know what I mean? If it didn't mean something to me, if it wasn't a pur- purposeful day. Yeah, it comes you back know? to passion. It comes full circle to what we started talking about in the beginning is uh, I'm a little bit different than people I know. And that is I can get excited and just like insta passion turns on and I jump into things and I just go hardcore. So, so for me, like if I start drinking and I start eating poorly, it's like a trigger to me that's going to off balance everything I'm working towards. It'll bum me out. So I just choose not to do it. Yeah, you just got to find, so, find your inner whatever. That, that doesn't work for everybody. A lot of people, they need that balance. But to me, like, that is balance for me. Like, just being fully invested, fully in, like, 100%. And, you know, when, if something slips, I have a beer here and there, it's a trigger, and I recognize it, and then I just have to move on as quickly as possible. Sure. One day, though, you're going to get to a point where you're, physic- where you're physically, like, comfortable with how you're looking and feeling, and you're, you're going to get to that point in a couple months, and you're going to have more wiggle room for that beer and, you know, for a little bit more like, uh, you know, cheating, Probably. you know, nutritionally if you need to. But you, if I have to earn it. You have to earn it. Right. <laughs> so you're so the fitness thing is something that we're, we're on the path of right now. Um, we're working out. We got a good eating style going. So, we're, you know, we're doing the intermittent fasting. Right. Yeah. 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 We're doing uh, high fat, low carb right now, getting your body. Uh, to burn as much body fat as possible and getting yourself into like a fat burning mode. And the plan is to get yourself, and it takes like roughly 25, 30 days, everyone's different, to, to get in that fat burning mode if you're really limiting carbohydrate. And then once you get to that point and you see the initial drop, 10, 15 pounds, then we can start intertwining carbohydrates in around the workouts or however we think they're going to respond to your body the best. And a lot of times we're gonna, it's going to be trial and error. Um, but yeah. that's, dude, that's the plan, and I'm excited to get, get going on this. I, I just got going. some new experience with keto that I've never had before. So I've done keto like three times at least, and I've instantly dropped weight every single one of those times. I've gotten the textbook results for everything uh, every time where I could just drop a pound a day. It was so easy for me. So I don't know if this is old age hitting me, and by old age, I'm 29, so dude, I'm turning 30. don't even but, say that. But, but, but here's what's going on is We're I've noticed old. that I've bloated out this round and um i think it's due to poor gut health honestly so i've been doing a lot of research on it but this is the first time i've been doing keto where i've actually gained weight and kind of plateaued at the beginning of it Hmm. um so that's a mental challenge i've never had to face before gut health that's a that's a like i'm not a scientist man i just regurgitate the stuff I read, the stuff I listen to, whether that's, you know, a podcast from Dr. Rhonda Patrick mm-hmm. or Dom D'Agostino or anyone that I, I see on the On It podcast or the Rogan the podcast. The Who's that? D'Agostino. Oh, he's so he's, smart. Like, I, every time I listen to it, it's like, okay, well, I'm probably going to have to listen to this a hundred more times before I could even explain it on his level. Such an education. Yeah, for real, man. Um, but, like, you, you talk about gut health, and like I was saying, I'm not, like, a... a scientists or whatever but the research says and the people state that there are serotonin receptors in 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 your gut bacteria in your gut in your large intestine and when you're 
bacteria in your gut are fed. That's sending happy signals to your brain, and it literally changes the way you think and your mood towards life and your passion for life, yeah. really. I mean, I think uh, what I recognized was that I wasn't feeling good. Um, so I just started doing like this apple, apple cider vinegar drink with some salt, some magnesium, crema tartar, stuff like that. Do you like the apple cider vinegar? Do you feel the change when you do that? Yeah, I actually do. So I had one right before bed last night. I woke up this morning and I felt energized. I didn't feel bloated. Um, so, you know, I base things on how I feel. So I'll try something. If I feel good, all right, cool. If I don't feel good, then maybe it wasn't great. I'll give anything a couple tries just to kind of see how it goes. But everyone's body reacts so differently, so I just... Yeah, everyone's so unique. It's just and about finding what works for you. Yeah, the chemistry in your body is unique to the individual. Like, I was talking to Jeff yesterday, and like he, he said the same thing. I do apple cider, apple cider vinegar, and I have a, yeah. a tub myself in my fridge, but I don't really use it as much. And I asked Jeff, I'm like, do you, does it work for you? And he's like, I don't know that I'm in tune enough with my body to know if it works for me. And I was like, well, you're in tune enough to know that you're not in tune with your body. And he's like, whoa, mind that's fuck. Meta. <laughs> that's so but, meta, man. But that's kind of true. Like, you need to be in tune with yourself. So whichever way that is, yeah. like, whittling off carbohydrates is not an easy thing to do because you get physically addicted to the sugar, you know? Oh, it's a real addiction. It is a real addiction. It's a real addiction. I mean, and ice you, cream, man. Is, who the hell doesn't like that? <laughs> I know. That's the problem. Everyone loves ice cream. So anyone, anybody I go out with knows I love ice cream. So they're like, hey, you want to get some ice cream? No. Yeah. That's well, the answer. No right now. <laughs> you get, like I said, you get, you'll get to a point where you're, you're comfortable physically. Obviously, you, you, know, you shouldn't uh, obsess over it. It's a long journey that you should learn to enjoy and deploy patience and make baby steps to, the, to those goals. But the idea for me at the end of the day is you want to become metabolically flexible. You want to learn to utilize fat for fuel and you want to learn to utilize carbohydrate for fuel. My body is really good at that. You want to switch back and forth. You want to switch back and forth, you know? It's really good with the carbs. It loves carbs. Yeah. It can store carbs forever. Well, store carbs. It's going <laughs> to store body fat. That's what it's going to do. Yeah. You know? It just means I could last longer if there's like an apocalypse, right? I guess. That's like really, that's really optimistic thinking right there. Yeah. Um, I'll survive. So we were talking about like structuring things and seeing, you know, having a vision and like trying to make your vision a reality. You have a product right now that's awesome. Uh, and it's helpful for kind of getting your thoughts in, or in order and, you know, reflecting and being introspective and putting it down old school on paper. Talk a little bit about your brand, Superhuman Tools, and what the philosophy is and, and where you see this going eventually. Sure. Uh, yeah, so Superhuman Tools, the whole goal of the company was to build things that help people live better lives and to really provide you with the right tool for the job depending on the situation you're in. Uh, we started off with daily planners uh, and kind of grew it from there into a new daily planner and a new weekly planner and we have more potential for growth and, and more tools that we want to build. But really starting there with the planners to kind of get your mindset right on a daily basis was the goal. Uh, it's something that I needed to use every single day uh, just to kind of remind myself you know, what am I excited about today? What have I been excited about? What are my goals? What's my schedule look like? Um, and planning that out and thinking about that before is almost like a mental meditation to start your day off with. It really helps me be more successful and accomplish more throughout the day. Dude, writing things down is very important. Like, I, I never used to write things out. 
or write them down ever. And it was just recently, I would say the last couple of years where I've had like a to-do list when things start getting a little bit more complicated. You know, you get a home, you have a mortgage, there's bills, there's, yeah. you know, different jobs and business endeavors. And it's, it's not easy to keep everything in your head. You need a vision board. You need tools to help you physically write things down and things that you can reference easily. So you know? I come from a digital world. I've been building applications since I was like 12 years old. And one thing that everyone has is a cell phone on them. And you can take notes on your cell phone. But what I noticed for myself was that when I, writ some, when I wrote something down physically, I remembered it more often and I took action on it. When I put it in my phone, I just forgot about it. Yeah, I'd come I, yeah. back to it and I'd say and go, oh, yeah, I was supposed to do that. Whoops. I mean, unless there's functionality tied to it, like I know Google has functionality where if you walk into a store, it's like, hey, you're at a store, you have to pick up marshmallows or ice cream, and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Sorry, Google. <laughs> um, That's pretty crazy that tech is like is like that. Yeah. You know, we can go off into another direction and talk about like tw 10 year olds that are used to that type of technology and what that does to their developmental I, psyche. I find that. that technology for convenience is awesome, but technology for the sake of technology is completely worthless. Yeah. So that's why like, that's kind of my motivation behind building physical goods now is I think that there's a lot of room for the physical planners and the digital space to come together to create real value in people's lives and help them create more value in their own lives and kind of encourage them to continuously grow. What I don't see out there is a lot of, of these technologies coming together to be more convenient. Like, you know, you're in your car and you want to switch a song and you turn your phone on, now you have to unlock it three times and then you pass the song. And then, then, then you're trying to search for the song. Meanwhile, you're trying to drive. It's like, just, just put the music in front of me and give me a couple icons and call it a day. Um, same thing with planning. Like, if you are going to plan your day, you need to set time aside that's convenient for you and make that convenient for you. You can't try to just jam it into a busy schedule. You can't be sitting there trying to think about your day where you're sitting in traffic being frustrated and trying to switch the music. Like, you need to have that, that block of time set aside. Yeah, definitely. 15, 20 minutes is all it takes. And once you do that, like, your days, like your life starts to change directions. If you can make just one incremental change to your life, like... I'm going to ask you this in a second, but, sure. you know, what is it and, and where do you see that playing a huge role in your future? So if I can make incremental changes in my life. Just, just one. Just one just little one. change. Uh, one little change. It would be to, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying every day to change a little bit. So, like, I guess it would be to physically read something every day or, or write or journal every single day. Every single day. Every single no, day. No, 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 not doing it. There's you, no question. That's non-negotiable. It was Tony Robbins that turned me on to this idea initially. But if you can change your life by just 1%, that over time, that would cascade into a completely different path for your life. Yeah, for sure. And, and usually very positive, too, because if you're putting conscious effort towards something, one little thing, everything around your life changes to create balance around that. I could, I could relate to this a little bit more because the one little thing that I did change in my life was meditating every single day. And I started three minutes a day back in November. And it was supposed to be this like a 30-day challenge with my friend. Uh, and we talk about we talked about it on the podcast like 
I don't know how many episodes back, but back in November, whatever. And the initial idea was to become mindful and aware of your whatever. And I had no nothing. I had no you know information about meditation. I just knew that it would, you know, keep you on focusing in the moment and possibly like create behavior change. So I was like, hopefully you can use this so that you can stop smoking, dude. You know. So I the the whole thing was meditate 30 days every day at least five minutes and go to five yoga classes. And I ended up doing seven yoga classes in the 30 days. And I meditated every day, but I continued to do it because I really liked where I was at. I was very level-headed. And uh, I, I felt, I feel, you know, it's, I'm not always in the moment. It's hard to always be in the moment when you're planning for the future. Yeah. It's like, how the fuck do you do that simultaneously? It's a constant juggling battle in your head, you know? So the meditation kept me grounded. The meditation... Uh, help me look at things from another higher octave, I like to say. You know, um, they say experienced meditators, they, um, they turn off their default mode network in their brain. And I forget what part of the, sp- the specific part of the brain that it's, it, that it's in, but it has to do with completely um, changing where you default to as far as your thinking. You know, so if there are some negative habits that you choose to partake in, when you have control or the elimination of that default mode network, you could intertwine new customized little things in your habits and your daily routines to help you benefit or impact you in a positive way. And this is what I've been finding. I've been finding that every day that I meditate, I'm just more in the moment. I have a, a purpose with my day. It's, you know, I really try to take advantage of the full day and and day by day you create a new story for yourself you, you know do. what i mean and you, you create a new vision and you think like i said you think on higher octaves you have better ideas and you know with tools like yours you write those ideas down you have structure to it cuz we're 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 humans and we recognize patterns you know True. and when we have things set in a certain structure we're able to visualize it and see it and you know, kind of cross things out as we go and use the technology as our aid to just kind of keep, keep growing and keep bringing up the people around you too, you know? I, th- I feel like that's been a huge, huge change in my life. And I just did that three minutes a day and it went to five minutes. And now it's non-negotiable. I try to do it 10 to 15 minutes a day, depending on my time. I'd like to do 20, I'd like to do 25, but you know, when how you're- How did you start? How, how did, like, I, did you use an app or did you just sit there in silence? Like, what was your method for starting? So there was a couple apps that I was using. I first tried Headspace. Yeah. I didn't like that. You didn't app. like it? I don't like Headspace. What didn't you like about it? I, I, there was like a 10-day thing where it was, okay, start at day one and it was over in a minute. And it's, okay, try the next day. And I, I guess it was useful too, but the music I didn't like. And the sound, I didn't I, like the sound of the voice of the me- the guided meditation. I didn't like that much, so I got turned on to this uh, new app called Oak O A K. Okay. And I I liked that app. It was a little bit easier to use. Um, you could adjust the time, and it was kind of cool because it started out with like a little leaf, and every time you meditated, your leaf kind of grew and grew into yeah. a little twig, and from the twig it grew into the tree, and then it, the tree grew into this like gigantic tree, you know, and the sun behind it and all that. This is like an RPG meditation. Yeah, and it, it was really cool, and, and they also have like um, breathing exercises on there, and they also have like words of wisdom on there, so there were like two to three minute little like um, inspirational quotes about 
time and space and moment, being in the moment and your breath and your breath being the one thing that makes you connected to this, this current reality and all we have is the moment. It's really interesting. And I don't know, man, I just stuck to it and it cost me nothing. It was a free app. I found a sacred space in my, in my home that made me want to do it. And I just, I got there every morning, the same spot, turned the lights off, closed my eyes. I started with the guided meditation. Hello, welcome. Enjoy, relax. Put your shoulders back, get your feet flat on the ground, like stuff like that. It guides you through it. Focus on your breathing. Inhale, feel your body rise. Exhale, feel your body fall. Constantly keep your brain focusing on your breath. And when it starts to shift away, bring it back. And the app is built in with like these gongs. And every time that you're in your meditation practice and a gong goes off, it's a signal to get yourself back to your breathing. Because everyone's brain wanders. Everyone's thinking about what that, whatever they have to do. It's about managing that thought process. Managing that is very, very key in order to your future success. But your future is always going to be in your moment, in the present. One of the things so that trippy. I could add to that is uh, it's okay to let your mind wander for just you know, a specific amount of time anyway. I mean, it's going to wander all day in chaos. But if you're sitting there for two minutes and you're like, all right, Go ahead, brain. Just go for it. Usually your brain comes up empty, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I have permission to do this now? Yeah. Well, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> well, recognize when it starts to drift and then bring it back. They say that's the deadlift for the brain. Yeah? They say that that's what's going to make the brain, that's what's going to make the brain uh, calloused and, and, and build, it, build, build it up. Because when you can recognize that your brain has shifted from the present moment, and then you can always bring it back. I mean, that happens in the regular day, yeah. every day, right? Like, what, what, what are you doing? What's your purpose for the moment? What am I currently doing? Am I on track with what my intentions are? If not, bring it back, shift it back, you know? So it's building these little habits over time that really has changed my life. And that's one of my inspirations for making the planners was to have a place to write down, you know, what I'm trying to do, what I'm focused on, and to really kind of build up those little habits because the plan, just, just planning every day is a good start. Yeah. But what I found is by doing that, it's opened me up to other good starts, you know, like working out every day or waking up at 6 yes. a.m. I started by just waking up at 6 a.m. and making my bed every day. Yeah, Jordan and Peterson style. Do you know Jordan Peterson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. says that. He's like, the first thing you have to do is make sure that your bed is made. If well, He's fucking right. Dude, he's so right. He's like, if the, your surrounding is chaos, then your life is chaos. And it may be a little bit more you know, simple or more you know, uh, complex than that. But it is a very good start. Like, figure yeah. out like, what, what's up with your house. Organize yeah. it. Put it in order. And then with order comes discipline and putting order into your own life and everything that you do. Like, I, I struggle with that regularly, man. I, I do. I, that's something that I got to work on every single day. Well, if your space is chaotic, you can work in a chaotic space if you're very creative. But if you're trying to be organized and trying to get things in line and, and really trying to build habits that stick, then having a space that's less chaotic is beneficial. 100% agreed. That's what I would say. Like, you know, this gym, like, we're in a gym right now and everything's put away. You know what you need to do. If you need to get a certain workout routine going, you can pull your tools out. You can start going at it. Um, but if you had to worry about where the dumbbells were or, you know, where, you know, certain weights are, where the bench is and bringing all that together, that's effort alone. So you have to put effort to 
then put more effort in and that can discourage you. So if you're really trying to build a good habit, have everything organized, have everything ready to go. I keep my gym clothes at the end of the bed. I wake up, it's the first thing I put on. Put the gym clothes on, put my shoes on, weigh myself, I have my scale next in my bed. So wake up, weigh myself, put my clothes on, leave. Like building those sort of habits, making it super easy to just follow through with them instead of having to go, oh, where, where are my pants at? Oh man, I can't find them, now there's five minutes. Oh man, do I even want to go to the gym anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Get get yourself and build your routine. I love my morning routine, or yeah. I love the morning anyways. Like it's when you build something that's uh, you know your thing every day. It's like okay, I wake up, I do this, I do this, I do this, whatever that is. Coffee, meditate, you know, make your green shake, pack your lunch, gym clothes, yeah. go to the gym. And make sure you write in your planner. Yeah, make sure you write in your planner. Seriously, like that is like. That's something that I have to integrate more. I do it like two to three times a week. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and then the, the Friday, Saturday is where I'm really putting everything down for the week afterwards. You know, I don't know that I could plan out more than a week, although I do have my long-term goals, you know, and I do have things that, okay, in two months I got this, and in, you know, three months I have that, or whatever. Like, those yeah. things are there, but... Like, uh, I'll say this, and I don't want to be too salesy, um, <laughs> but, like, the planner I built was a planner that, as a guy, I feel comfortable bringing to a gym. I can, I can take to work. It's, it's sleek. It's sleek looking. Yeah. It's, it's this nice, refined PU leather. It has stitching around the edges. It, it's just really Plug nice. Plug it in. Plug it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's something that when I, when I carry around with me, it doesn't have kittens on it, and I feel like I'm empowered when I have it. it like, this is my day. This is my plan. Um, but... For anyone that's listening, if you want to just start planning, just pick up a notebook. You don't have to just buy my Superhuman Tools planner, although I would appreciate that, <laughs> and that would help a Amazon, lot. Amazon, Superhuman Tools. Yeah, check Amazon or check superhumantools.com. Um, but just pick up a notebook if you just need to get started, because just getting in the habit of writing down your ideas in the morning and writing down what your goals are and writing down what you're going to do, I'm going to tell you, is going to be the most beneficial thing that you can start doing with your life, especially if you have big goals. Like, if you're not trying to do anything, yeah, don't worry about it. But if you're trying to accomplish a goal, you're trying to get something on track, you're trying to get from point A to point B, like that's gonna help you tremendously. That's gonna help you get there. Yeah, it just provides order and structure. And if you don't know what, what the clear path is, start something. Just go, just do it, just do something, whatever it is. And that one thing will lead to the next thing and to the next thing and to the next thing. And then just keep writing stuff down and, and enjoy the journey, yeah. enjoy the process. Um, have you ever done any float tank? You know, any, uh, any experience with inside a sensory deprivation tank? No, but I've been dying to for like six years. All right, well, I'm going to plug Elemental in here because they're, they support my show, and I really support what they do there. Um, go get them, you know, go check them out because you were talking about writing your ideas down. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we're, we're infiltrated by the food we eat, right? The, it'll impact the way you think. We talked about that, the gut, the gut bacteria. It'll impact the way you think. But we're also impacted by all this um, external stimulus, like the clothes that you wear, the, the place that you're you know, sitting and, and your feet are on the ground, and um, you know, the people you talk to. They infiltrate the way you think. But when you go into that flow tank and that water acclimates to your body temperature and it's pitch black and it's, it, you don't hear anything and you're in the water and the salt is keeping you afloat, you are not infiltrated by anything. Nothing is, is firing into your brain. There's no sensory input. So now it's you and your consciousness. So whatever it is that you think about on a normal day becomes thought about on a higher octave, man. And 
when I do have ideas, I like to go in the tank and, and kind of just like think about them or, you know, if I'm having a, a rough time or if I'm in a, in a state where I'm, I'm just getting in my own way technically is what it is. Like I'm getting in my own way. I let my emotions kind of take over and I forget about the present. I get in my own way. I go in the tank, man, and I work out those ideas and I work out how I really feel and, it's re and your body just learns to just relax. Once you do it a few times, your body just starts to kind of learn to relax in there. And when you get out of that after an hour, I could argue that it feels just as good as leaving from a massage. Like, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to pick team float tank over team massage because I think they both have their benefits. You know, this whole tribalism thing. I think thing. you should get a massage after the float tank. Dude, I'm going to set that's, that's next level thinking right Yeah, there. I'm going to do a float, I'm going to wake up, go to do the float tank. I'll go get a massage after and then uh, we'll get a workout in. And then after that, we'll go do a cryo session. Yeah. You know, that's, and then we'll eat a big meal. That sounds like a fun day. That's we should awesome make that. Day. We should make that one of the days. We'll, we'll, uh, one day we'll just wake up like, hey, Brad, what's up? What are you doing? You want to meet me at the float tank place? 6 a.m. float. Answer is yes. Great. And then after that, we'll, uh, we'll do the massage. Actually, we should probably work out before all that. Yeah. Right? Work yeah. out first. Work out. Then, then, then float you, tank. Then you journal. Then you journal. And then you float tank. Then you float tank. Or you float tank, because <laughs> then you have a better idea, then you journal. Well, you journal, and then that gives you things to think about in the float tank. Okay. Because here's you, here's, you're, setting, you're setting the mood up. Here's you know? what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. This is everyone get a pe get a pencil and paper and write this down in your notebook and start getting that habit. We're gonna plan out the 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 perfect day for personal growth. Here it is, here's what it is. You follow me? You're gonna wake up. You're gonna have that already eight hour fast because you were not eating the night before. You're gonna go do your workout. Whatever it is, kettlebells, mace, presses, lunges, powerlifting, cardio, yoga, whatever the hell it is that you like to do, go do that. Drink plenty of water. Then you're done. Yeah, drink, well, always water. Water, tea, get your coffee, whatever it is that you do in the morning. Go do your workout after that. Then float tank, okay? Journal. Float tank, journal. Two journal sessions. Two journal sessions. Yeah, because you write down things that are bothering you. You go into the float tank. You work it out. And afterwards, you kind of like reflect that. a little bit, yeah, yeah. right? What were the positives that I took from that? After that, boom, we're going to do a, a massage because massage is going to be awesome. Yeah. Right. After that, we're going to have a good meal. Right. After the good meal, we're going to kind of just chill, maybe have a, a coffee, maybe do a little podcast, talk about how the day is. Then after that, we'll do a little cryo session, rejuvenate, maybe a second workout, another meal. Boom. That's your day. That's your day. And then, then you sit back at the end of the day and you go through your planner and you reflect a little you bit. Reflect. Yeah. It's like one, one problem, idiots. Where are we going to have our jobs? Where are we had our, our family time? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. So you take the day off. Take a day off for this. But if you can take a little bit of that. Think about how much more present you'll be with the family once you get all that stuff cleared yeah. out, all the garbage cleared out of your head. Obviously, that's a little extreme. But if you can take a little bit of those key points that we just talked about, journaling, maybe doing a little meditation, getting the workout in, doing a little fast, if that's what you're, bring you're the into. Bring family with you. Bring the family with you. Do something. To, well, the point is, like, don't do, as, don't do it all because it's hard to and it's probably overwhelming to do it all in one day. But, like, take one or two of these things. If you're not a journaler, start to journal. If you don't like to work out, maybe work out. If you don't like to uh, meditate, throw a meditation session. If you haven't tried the float tank, go see my people at Elemental Float. Not to plug them, but I really truly believe what they're doing over there is awesome. The floating and then the cryo, like, it's a great way to just... Get yourself back in order. Get yourself excited physically, mentally, you know? I'm going to put that on my, on my bucket list of things to do in the next, like, month. 
but everything I've heard about floating has been positive. Um, some, sometimes people say like, that they'll fall asleep in the tank, and I think that's fine too. But I, if you're completely aware in that tank and just going nuts in your mind, I mean, it's probably where you need to be. Yeah, well, you got to learn to, again, hone in on that and, and learn to structure it and, and man, manage your own brain. You have to manage your thoughts in high-pressurized situations and flow state, and you have to manage. Well, I don't think you manage in flow state. You just let the muse take over. What do you feel about that, letting the higher energies just let you go? And don't worry so much about what your emotions are or bills or other bullshit that doesn't matter. Dude, just let flow state take over. Flow state is tremendous. Getting into flow state is, I think, one of the biggest problems that I have and that I see other people have. You think it's a problem to get into flow state? I, I think that people have problems getting into flow state, not that uh, it is a problem itself. Uh, I think being in flow state is really that ultimate, like, you have the energy and you have the, the physical kind of aligned, you know? Here's, here's what I want to do. Here's how I'm going to do it. And it's clear. Hell yeah. Let's end on that. Let's wrap this up because it's the early morning. We just got done with our workout and now it's time to go battle the day. Yeah. Dude, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Dude, you're a smart guy and I, look, I enjoy our time working out together. And people, check out uh, Brian, we're, we're going to check your Instagram. What's your Instagram? Uh, superhuman under dash tools on Instagram. Check out superhuman under underscore tools on Instagram. And then uh, where's your... your, your and you can check out www.superhumantools.com if you want to check out the planners. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, that's it, people. Hope you enjoyed. Hopefully you got a wealth of knowledge from this podcast. It's getting busy in this gym. Uh, and that's the Danny Cola podcast. Subscribe. Follow my Instagram, Danny Cola Fitness. And uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you subscribe to the iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever. And if you like what you heard, please like, share, comment, rate, and review. That's going to be my oxygen if you rate and review and pass this on. I really appreciate it. Have a great day, everybody. Love you. Peace. And that was the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you like what you heard, please do me a favor and screenshot this episode and post it on your social media. Tag me in it at Danny Cola Fitness and just kind of share your aha moments, something that you reson that something that resonated with you from the podcast. Uh, appreciate it. Rate it. Like it. Share. Subscribe. All of the above. Make sure to check out my Instagram at Danny Cola Fitness for a bunch of free workout advice and nutrition tips and things that kind of helped me along the way. And, you know, all my clients could hopefully uh, help you in, in a positive way. So thank you to the sponsors, Tone Up Club. Check out www.toneupclub.com right now for the class schedule. Okay. Uh, if you use promo code Danny Cola, you get 25% off small group training, which is a great deal. And now you get 10% off online training, which is brand new to Tone Up. It's 10% off, so that's $89 a month when you commit to three months. Give it a shot. Uh, thank you to Elemental Float and Cryotherapy. Go to www.elementalfloat.com right now. Um, check out what they have to offer. And when you go in, tell them that Danny Cola sent you. You get $20 off your first float or cryotherapy session. Thank you again, everybody. Much love. And please, please reach out and have a positive day, positive life, uh, and enjoy every moment.